You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman, and I am in South Wales, and I'm joined by Joe Wood in Kent. Hi, Joe. how are you? I'm good, Zoe, how are you? I'm really well, thank you. Um, and today we're delighted to be joined by Kirsty Northover. Uh, Kirsty is a professional photographer, a branding expert, and Kirsty's going to talk to us all about branding and photos today. Kirsty's actually behind all the photos that you will have seen of Joe and me if you follow us on social media or you've looked at the website. So uh, we're really excited to have a chat with Kirsty. Um, before I get started, let me just tell you how you can find out more about us. Uh, so you can connect with us. Probably the best place to connect with us is in our Facebook group. It's called the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. We've had lots of new members over the last week, which has just been amazing. So uh, come and join us. We've got a really exciting community over there, really supportive members, all excited about growing their businesses. So Kirsty, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm great. And thank you very much for having me. No, our pleasure. Um, Kirsty, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. So I've got two sides to my business, actually. So if you end up looking for me and, and end up on my website, you'll see some like newborns and maternity and family stuff, because that's how my business began. But actually, it evolved quite quickly into branding photography and grew from there into websites as well, because my background is sales and marketing and psychology. And I think as I was emerging from my mummy bubble, that stuff just all came back. And it's what I love helping my clients with. So I help my clients be visible and to resonate with their target clients and help them attract more inquiries, essentially. I'm kind of a sales tool, even though it's photography. So how does business like why is it important business branding and what part does like professional photography play in in your business brand ah, good question well i think have you so i'm going to say i'm going to answer this question differently to how i have before because this has been all over social media recently have you seen that post that graphic designers are sharing where it at first glance it looks like you're seeing like the ikea logo or like Pepsi Cola, etc., etc. But and that's what you see it as. And it's only when you read the rest of the post and you go go back and you realise completely different company names and just hadn't picked that up because the visual clean that. And to me, that's what branding is hand a way to help our audience recognise us in amongst the massive digital noise of our competition like this year more than ever but to be honest anyway you know we're all competing online for very limited um, attention spans because we're all doing so much and we need to find a really powerful way to connect inspire someone to find out a bit more about us so that we can get them into our into our orbit, into our funnel, if they're potentially going to be a client. So the branding is about being recognizably you. It's the shorthand for being seen. And in terms of the photography, it depends whether you're a person, like a person as the face of your brand. So like personal branding, sole traders, or actually if you're part of a larger business, a larger team, they work slightly differently, but the premise remains the same. It's finding a way for you to show your target clients 
that you're right for them so that they can see themselves working with you. And it's partly aspirational. You're showing them what their life could be. And you're also showing them that it's safe. You're showing your personality and the clients that you're working with in your photo shoots maybe look a bit like them and their friends. And so there's lots and lots and lots to it. But it's all about trying to connect and get somebody to just spend a bit more time on you, basically. That's really interesting. And what you said at the beginning about uh, where you, people recognize a brand because they're familiar with the colors and the font and the shape of the logo and things like that. Um, it's kind of knowing when you see something, you're, you're like, oh, that's definitely so-and-so because that's obviously them. Um, and it's just, a, it's almost like a feeling thing, isn't it? Like you need to be able to capture their attention straight away, uh, but they need to know. If Joe and I went and put something out and it was like us wearing like black suits and looking really serious, it just wouldn't look right. It just wouldn't be the right branding. Yeah. And actually something that I wanted to ask you about is, personal branding because that's different we you were talking about how you might have different you might want to represent your business if you're a sole trader or if you're a group of people differently um what's the difference between business branding and personal branding Kirsty? can you explain that for us i think so essentially the purpose is the same but when you're talking about personal branding it really is and it is a trite old cliche because it's true people buy from people we don't often see an offer that inspires us to connect with that company we're usually connected to that person for some reason and then we spot a really great deal and it feels right to us to then pounce more often than not so the personal person part of personal branding is about sharing our values our business, I don't know if this is the right way of explaining it, but it's about bringing your brand guidelines to life. So whoever your client is, however you help them, whatever it looks like and everything that you'll have mapped out about your ideal client and where you overlap with their aspirations and how you solve their pain points and stuff. It's like a really intimate conversation played out in imagery really we start from kind of who you are to how you can help and what it looks like and think if you think about your marketing plan and it doesn't need to be something you've spent six weeks writing but most almost everyone i know will have had some kind of plan mapped out for the year in terms of goals when you take a step back and think about your messaging for the year, what you're going to need to be shown to achieve your goals, they can be tracked into really clear images. And an image says a thousand words. So if you're, so they say, so if you're mapping out exactly what story you're telling, all you're then doing is fleshing it out with copy around it, whether it's your website, whether it's your social media. So it's, it's a personal conversation that's harder for businesses to do. And you're then working more about brand values and you know corporate identity, et cetera. And you can still do it, but it's easier for sole traders and small teams to get that personal touch because it's our personalities that come through. Yeah, and this is why big companies use celebrities because they use celebrities that 
uh, with the morals and the values that they hold. So, you know, what comes to mind is like, um, oh, I was going to say go compare, and it's not go compare. I've got the wrong thing now. Um, was with Philip Schofield? Oh, the, and the, yes, the We Buy Any Car with the cat. Car.com. Oh my goodness, I knew it was a jingle. Right, so yeah, We Buy Any Car.com. They've used Philip Schofield and his. What everything he stands for and because we all trust him and we know that he you know he's on every day on tv so then we've got to trust this company because if he's endorsing it then so yeah. that's how business business branding still um try and use the personal touch through uh celebrities and things but obviously they do, they do. and it's like jennifer um, being the I think we're having some problems with Kirsty's internet. Um, maybe we'll, we'll talk amongst ourselves. I mean, um, something we wanted to ask Kirsty is um, what can we do or what does the difference make when you've got your own photo, when you've got professional photography? Um, and I found, so when I started, I don't know about you, I don't know what you've done for photos before, Joe. Um, but my very first photos, I had a friend who had a decent camera come and take some photos of me. And uh, some of you might have seen this because I think when I've had PR, there have been photos of me I could, with quite long hair, uh, which I hadn't had cut before I had the photos. But a friend took some nice photos against a graffiti wall because we were like, right, we want to do something a bit interesting that stands out. And I used those photos a lot. And then I was like, OK, I'm getting a lot of value from this. So I need to perhaps spend a bit of money on photos. And yeah. then Kirsty got involved with the business and when I was a team and needed to start talking about other people, when I needed to start talking about having other people in the business and it wasn't just me, I asked Kirsty to come and take some photos for us so that we could sort of bring the business together and make sure that that brand was, uh, I know, projected, I suppose. Um, and we were able to talk about it being a team of us rather than it just being me. Um, yeah, I mean, I started out with... I well to begin with I was just doing selfies and things and then I had a coach who was very much like if you want to play big and you want to aim for these you know these bigger things then you you've got to have professional photos done because they just they tell a story so much better and it's mm. funny actually because at the moment as you know I'm trying to write my website at the moment, I'm trying to just get some team photos. And it's been a struggle because actually when you're taking a photo yourself, it's quite difficult. Now, I would usually use professional photography, but at the moment it's been difficult. And that my photographer who's down here in Kent, because Kirsty's obviously over your way, um, she she's had a baby and things. And so I'm going to get her involved soon because actually us trying to get a photo of each of us to put on a team page that looks like our brand is really difficult, even though with all of the photography skills, not photography skills, photography and the apps and everything. So trying to get the colors using the same filter, trying to get the same angle. Actually, we can't achieve it on mm. ourselves. But a photographer, this is exactly why people shouldn't do their books themselves, because they're not very good at it. You know, yeah. they know what they're doing. And this is exactly a photographer can get out of you something that's you just can't do yourself. So um I think I think if you definitely you can start off by taking the odd selfies, get visible, but the brand speaks it just when you have a photographer, you can really tell that it's big like it just elevates you so much higher, doesn't it? Like the quality has been that actually I was, 
talking about that, I was a little bit nervous to put out my first load of pictures because I thought I actually looked a bit too good. Like, oh, no. I love those photos, but I know it. You, when we spoke, I had, about them, them. I had yeah. them for a year before I posted them because my I physically just couldn't do it. I just, I just thought I was showing off. I thought everyone's going to think, what, what, who do you think you are? Um, yeah. and then when I, when I put them out, I've got nothing but love back. It was lovely, and I'm sure some people thought some things, and I don't at the end of the day, whatever they think is up to them, but and it's none of my business, but. It does, it does take courage, firstly, to show up and have a photo shoot. And then when you get them to go, okay, I'm actually going to post it somewhere rather than I kept them for a year. I can't believe it. Now I find it's funny, but it shows the growth that, you know, you have to go through. It's, it's not as simple yeah. as just being a photographer. There's quite a lot involved, isn't it, Kirsty? They're really, sorry I lost you guys there. My Wi-Fi just fell over, so I've had to move. So I'm really sorry. You're actually sat in my living room now. Um, but I, it goes the other way as well, though, actually. I often find that certainly for the first ever photo shoot, before plucking up the courage to do that, it's quite common for particularly female business owners to lack the confidence to put themselves out there because the fear of being judged because someone's always going to say something let's face it you know and it's it's a scary thing to make yourself feel that vulnerable at a time when you've never probably felt more vulnerable anyway because it's all new and you're not this big expert yet with the, all these happy clients and all this experience it's a hard thing to do and having the photography seeing yourself through a different lens as it were you know seeing yourself through what's essentially my eyes I guess but it's not it's based on the brief and everything um it helps that confidence boost because you don't feel like an imposter because you look like you're mm -hmm. supposed to look and yes okay arguably on our photo shoots we look like the best version of us we tend to not roll out of bed with greasy hair and wear our pajamas to a photo shoot we tend to you know like polish ourselves up a bit don't we but there's nothing wrong with putting your best business foot forward like you wouldn't turn up to the most important meeting of your life looking like you'd slept in a hedge so it's no different and I think the more we do it and the more we put ourselves out there the better we get at it. And that sounds like a daft thing to say, but, and you can DIY it to a certain extent, like you can, and I can share some tips on that if that's useful. But when you're working with a professional, what you get is someone that understands brand identity. And in my case, it's like sales, marketing, and psychology. It's like, who do you want to connect with? What do you want them to know about you? And okay, well, let's show you doing that and it is that conversation that connection and whether even if you don't feel that confident beforehand you usually do during the process and after a while and then each one you do you just get a bit braver and a bit bolder and your business is nudging up each step of the way now I'm not saying that's all photography there's so much more to it than that but it, it can really help 
Yeah. Is it okay, Kirsty, would you be able to share your tips about how to sort of do it yourself if you feel like you haven't? Because I think budget is probably an issue for a lot of people in the early days of running their business. I mentioned earlier that I had a friend take some photos as my very first photos. We just chose a background we liked and had a few. I had three photos and I just used them everywhere. And that, and that was it. Um, but like, what can you do if you want to take your own? Where can you start with that? So... First thing is, if you're thinking about like selfie style photos, um, there's a blog on my website. So just go to that. It's called DIY Headshots. It's like really stealthily named. So go through that one because it basically takes you through different ways you can set yourself up to try and make it look as professional as possible. Because sitting like I am now here holding my phone out, you really don't want that to be like your profile picture on LinkedIn or like you write right me on your website, you know. So there's ways of doing that. And it basically involves bringing in someone else and trying to find okay light and that kind of stuff so that takes you through that but in terms of the more the branding stuff oh there's another resource on my website you can download a free workbook and it's creating an online presence that converts and actually some of what I'm going to go through now is in that workbook it's um, workshops I used to run back when we did things in real life in person you know remember that um, I remember. it's been turned into an online free download since all this happened because it just made more sense but it basically talks about putting yourself in your client's shoes thinking about the story that you need the conversation you need to have with them and then breaking it down into what do we need to do so i'll be talking to you about brand cues and location and colors and what you're wearing and who are you using as a pretend stand-in client do they look like your client are they dressed like your client you know where would you be doing it what would you be drinking what sort of expression would you have on your face what would your body language be like down to the most ridiculous detail because it's important stuff, but you can do it for yourself. So if you think about starting with like who your client is, go through the why, why would they want you personally? Because there will be other bookkeepers around, just like there are a thousand and one photographers. Like we don't work in a, you know, scarce <laughs> marketplace at all but that doesn't matter because we're all so different and it's just about owning your space and attracting the people that are right for you so by being the per like zoe when you did but the books i mean no one else looks like you you know you were graffiti you were bright you were you were like the cool and funky crowd now you were serious about what I you did but you really stood out um, and someone else might be niching in a completely different area. They might work with like eco brands or something. So they're going to be focusing on having a photo shoot or, or creating their own photos outside using a lot of nature. Think about the messages you're sending and who you want to appeal to. So get really, really detailed and think about yeah, where you are, what can you bring in to each and every photo you're snapping with your phone? Is there a colour? Is there a prop? How does it help you tell your story? Because people tend to only read stuff if, you know, something's caught their attention in the first place because we all mindlessly scroll when we're sort of zoning out at the end of a really long day. So um, I would say, rather than me reading it all out, just download that workbook for free, please. Mm -hmm. 
that's really useful thank you um you were talking about how people uh, how we scroll through social media and i know that one of the things you do and one of the things you've helped me with is creating images that we can use on social media so that there's i think it's really useful for everyone to have a headshot so if you've got nothing else a headshot's really helpful yeah. if you are in a team and you can have a picture of you with your team amazing um but i think we got a lot of value from having photos of us doing other things like there are photos of joe and i together like working around a computer uh, standing in different places how would you suggest that or well, why do you think people need a variety of photos and how do you think they can use those because we want people to tune into us and get to know us if we want them to buy from us. And that's the sense, that is what we're talking about. We can all pretend that we want to be these really lovely people that people enjoy. And we do want to be that. But if we're running a business, it's got to be about the numbers. So we've got to attract enough inquiries. And there's no point pretending otherwise. So the reason that we, and I keep talking about it, it's like it's sharing the story what you get from a photo shoot is the breadth of that story. So where do you work? What do you look like in your off time? What does it look like when you meet a client? Where might that be? Are you in premises? Okay, what does that look like? And, you know, I think we underestimate how much anxiety people can have about taking a step to work with someone new particularly with something that could be a bit intimidating like opening up your financial accounts to somebody and you know is someone going to think you're not successful enough or what if they think you've made really bad decisions about your investments and it could be really scary for someone so it's breaking down those barriers and showing yourself as much as possible um there's the rule of seven that we tend to need to see something about seven times before we really remember it but microsoft did a survey and actually they found it was between six and 20. so even though we think we might be being really boring and repetitive chances are if you're talking social media what is it about three percent of your audience see any of your content so then think about the fact that someone needs to see it at least seven times probably you can't share stuff enough and I'm rotating about three different um, headshots at the moment because I don't look like my old ones. And you try finding a personal branding photographer when you are one, <laughs> you know, like it's really hard. So um, it's it's just about the being able to keep sharing stuff and saying similar stuff, but without it looking like wallpaper. So you're giving yourself a reason to keep saying what you need to say to make your business viable and it's kind of that really that it, the breadth helps with as well so we had such a fun time when we worked with you and uh, lisa turner said i love your photos girls you can see a bit of your personality and that you're enjoying yourselves and that was like so clever of you kirsty because me and zoe had only met twice before and we we had a we know we spoke a lot online but we had we didn't really know each other and at one point we remember saying to you things like how do we make this look like it's not our engagement shoot because we were in a hotel and we were like down the stairs and like draping ourselves and i was like we like how do we how do we look like we really like each other but not that much <laughs> And we had such a good old think, uh, you know, like, I think, you know, our, our group and everything and our social presence has grown massively since we did our photo shoot. And actually, we need to, 
you know, do it again because we've swapped hair. And um, and I know my, you know, my my headshots and things have changed. I think lockdown's done that for a lot of people. So I think when we all get really back out there, you're going to be really busy. Um, wow. That's the thing. I think people, we had an amazing fun day. And it's about, so finding somebody that can that really listens to what you're trying to achieve and that's what you did for us you know we wanted to connect with everyone that we've got here our bookkeepers and you know at the time um how many people did we have in the group about 40 yeah it wasn't very many at all so we didn't really know who we were really we we knew who we wanted to speak to but we didn't really know a lot and you I think one of the benefits of us working with a professional rather than taking photos ourselves is that you knew how to get those things out of us that you knew how to get the photos that we were going to need I mean that obviously that you know that is part of my job and also a massive part of my job is helping people feel at ease like yours too actually you know let's face it with bookkeepers that we're going to overlap in that sense but for me i can't take a great photograph of someone if they feel awkward so i think although i'm really serious in planning stage because you can't mess around with that stuff you know you need to get value for money you've got to get return on your investment all of those things so i'm serious about the planning um and everything is like where are we going what are we doing when we get there what are you wearing what you know plan 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 so that on the day i get to just be a bit goofy and silly and jokey and that's dialed up a bit to my everyday personality I'm not quite that high energy as a baseline, but that's helpful on a photo shoot and I get into it and it feels really natural. Like I'm not faking it, but it's just a little bit amplified because then it helps someone else feel at ease. And I, one of you said just then how important it is to feel comfortable with your photographer. And it doesn't matter how much you like someone's work if they don't feel like you're on the same wavelength and that you could easily sit down and have a glass of wine together and it would be fun, then I would say keep looking because, and I insist everyone speaks to me first, nobody books in and pays for anything. Even though you can sign up to my stuff online, everyone talks to me first because you might not like me. Well, that would be like to be stuck with me for like hours on end, you know, and you're secretly wanting to lock me in a cupboard. Like, you've got to like your photographer. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Kirsty, I'm just thinking it, for people who are thinking that they could do with some professional photography or they're, they're ready to take that next step, they want to get ahead and be clear on their branding and, uh, yeah, look more professional online. What would be your top tip for people who want to think about that now? I would say top tip, download the free workbook. It's a really great place to start. It's going to help you. And then I would say just start thinking about what you might need. Ask for referrals because someone that you trust might have worked with somebody that might suit you. They might not. That's not the only, you know, the only way. But interview people. Um, I've even written a blog on how to interview personal branding photographers because we are all so different. And any one of us worth our soul is happy to be interviewed. You know, it's a job. It's an investment. It's fine. Um, and then just think about how you want to work. You know, is it something like my subscription service where you want regular updates as your business grows and involves? Or are you more of a one and done kind of payment sort of person? Because that will give you you know, a narrowed down shortlist as well. Um, and just take the plunge. But 
don't the the only final bit of advice there is a lot of us are booked up quite a way in advance like i haven't got any availability now until november so if you're planning ahead make the phone calls now if you're thinking about maybe like the new year or something because you don't want to psych yourself up and then be really disappointed because um yeah times are busy september being the new new year and all that <laughs> yeah Oh, thanks, Kirsty. So um, you've mentioned your workbook a couple of times and some blogs that you've written. Um, I guess it would be great if you can tell people where to find you online. And can you just let us know where everyone can connect with you? Yeah, certainly. So my primary platforms are LinkedIn, where I am Kirsty Northover, and Facebook, Kirsty Northover, photography and websites, and same on Instagram, although I'm a little bit less active on Instagram. Sorry, Insta. Um, so yeah, predominantly LinkedIn and Facebook. And my website is castingallfavor.co.uk, which is where like the freebies and the blogs and stuff are. So I'm pretty easy to get hold of. Perfect. Thank you so much. I think that's so helpful. And I and I think a lot of the bookkeepers in our group are finding that branding and getting themselves out there and good photos are something that might be sort of holding them back from taking steps forward. So uh, thank you. That's really helpful. Um, just, to rem just to remind you that you can all connect with us in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, which is on Facebook. And we will be back for another podcast next week. Thank you. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.